Welcome to the Covert Narcissism Podcast. I'm your host, Renee Swanson. Welcome to the Covert Narcissism Podcast. I'm your host, Renee Swanson. Today, we are continuing an interview. This interview is with Debbie Mirza. She's a best-selling author in the field of covert narcissism. We're going to just dive right in. If you missed last week, go back and listen. It is so worth the time. This is the continuation of that interview. Thank you. Excellent answer to that. Next question is, I find it extremely difficult being the one misunderstood. What you were just saying leads us right into this question. To everyone, I was married to a great guy. Even Mm -hmm. my grown children are deeply confused. Their normal was me being held down. They only remember me being unhappy and angry while he works so hard and he never says a bad word about me. He is so successful or he has moved on. And I'm an island after 40 years. How does one handle this? Oh my gosh, I so feel this. <laughs> I'm sure you do too. And A I'm lot sure of us do. Yes. Everyone listening is like, <laughs> yes. Yes. First, it's really important to know how common and normal this is when you're with a covert narcissist. Because this is, this is what makes it so crazy making and so confusing and so difficult to explain to other people and so difficult to trust yourself. Right. You know, so first just recognizing this is why, this is why you can never, ever fault yourself, blame yourself for not seeing, because this is the trickiest form of narcissism to spot and recognize. And because of that, I think it's the most dangerous because as you know, 40 years, we can be in these relationships for 40 years, you know, 20, 30, 40. We can have entire childhoods where we don't see this about our parents till we're in our thirties or forties. Right. And this is why. So I'm so happy that this person asked this question just to help validate everyone else's experience, you know, and I have a concept in my mind. I'm going to try and put into words, but I also feel this is kind of, the direction I feel like going with this is this is also why we are so incredibly important in this world right now, because just a little side (laughs) tangent, we, you know, we, the more we understand covert narcissism, the more we become so educated on this and we recognize it in our own lives you know, there's fractals in life, you know, smaller and bigger and bigger and bigger. And there's so much going on in the world that is covert narcissistic, covert narcissistic abuse that we don't even notice that we are being targeted and affected by. There's so much gaslighting. There is so much demeaning and devaluing from people all around us in, you know, celebrities and government and companies and, you know, TV and messages we get from TV shows and YouTube clips and 
We're never before has humanity had a situation where we are just bombarded with people talking to us. Right. And even, you know, um, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Like coaches, therapists, motivational speakers, famous people that are out there saying that they're here to help us. And they'll say something and it sounds impressive. And maybe they're on a stage and thousands of people are cheering them, or maybe their books have sold millions and millions of copies, and maybe they're a New York Times bestseller. But we listen, and for some reason, after hearing them, we feel disempowered. But we feel like, well, this is my fault. Because look at all these people looking at them. And look at the people, and they feel so confident. And they, they seem to, like, they know they're doing life right. My life is a mess. You know, I barely have enough money to survive. I feel like I've botched everything up. I feel like I ruined, you know, the the best years of my life. And these people know what they're doing. So I need to listen to them. Right. What I'm saying is the reason you're so important (laughs) is because we are being alerted to a form of manipulation that you cannot see, most people can't see through, but you are learning to see through it. And you are learning that when you're in a room at a conference, at a, you know, whatever seminar, and everyone else is soaking this information up, and you're noticing your stomach's tight, and you've been enough, through enough to know I will honor my gut, my body above anybody else in my life. Yeah. Because I know I can trust it. I don't know what this person's saying. I don't know what's off about this, but something is off and I'm going to trust that. So Yeah. So I it goes feel back like to the trust that we were just talking about. Yes. It's huge. Yeah. So the whole thing is like the whole thing of, you know, this person saying with this question, like, can you actually, can you read the question again? Yes. I, and it actually goes right hand in hand with the next question that's right after it. So I'm going to tie them together here a little bit, but she's saying she finds it extremely difficult to be the one that's misunderstood while everyone else sees them as being all put together. And they're the great guy where you're the one then walking away. That's unhappy and angry. Uh, The next question that goes right with this is, Um, I'd love to hear your explanation on why a covert narcissist looks so put together while their victim looks every bit like a hot mess that, you know, they're being described as being. Yeah. And that's so true. And that's, I love that they have noticed that, you know, Mm -hmm. I, sometimes I look back on pictures of myself. I'm like, wow. I was clearly the hot mess. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and the other person was clearly like the good looking, put together, smooth talking, like what's wrong with her. <laughs> right. <laughs> you right. know, because they're yeah. putting this image up and they protect that image at all costs. That's to be right. One that's put together. Whereas when we're trying to get more in touch with our emotions and what we're feeling and the frustrations we have, then we are the hot mess. Yeah, and what happens is they suck the life out of out of you. And that's when I look at old pictures of myself, I look completely drained. Sure. Like, is there any life in her left? How is she standing? You know? 
Um, and it is weird. It's, it's like this, your life is that they're draining is giving them life. And, and like you said, Renee, like, you know, a, a covert narcissist, their number one thing is their reputation. Right. You know, like, an oh, that, that's one of the differences. An overt narcissist doesn't care what people think about them. Right. But a covert narcissist, that's everything. Right. They really care about what people think about them. And so they will throw you and their kids under the bus if it makes them look better. But they'll do it in a way where it doesn't look like they're throwing you under the bus. Right. They're very <laughs> passive aggressive about it. Yes. Yeah. 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 So that's the reason they look good. And you look like a disheveled mess, like your life has been drained from you and they're the one like with it. Yeah. You know, um, they stole, and, all, they stole all your energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they really did. Um, yeah. And, you know, another aspect of like, what do I do with this as far as when they're looking great and no one else is seeing it? Um, I feel like this is like master's level evolution, <laughs> you know, yeah. if you can get to the place, which is possible. And I think sometimes it's just good for us to know this is possible. You can get to the place where you're actually okay with that. Right. And I think what I've noticed is the happier I get, the more I pursue what brings me life. The more I take care of myself, the more I do things in my day that nurture me and that bring life to me, the less I care about those that have hurt me and what other people, how other people are seeing them. Right. The more you fill life with you, at least for me. I just don't have time for any of that. I don't, I don't care anymore. You don't care anymore. Yeah. No. And just to put, you know, it was interesting. I will never reveal who this is, but I coached a woman who was married to a celebrity that all of you would know. And it was just so fascinating to me because we all deal with this. We all deal with our people that we were with being worshiped and adored by others. But can you imagine if they were one of the most celebrated celebrities and everywhere they go, wow, applause, applause, applause. Everyone has crushes on him. Every, I mean that I just had so much empathy for that person and mad respect, you know, right. If she can get to a place <laughs> where she's okay with that, like we can too, you know, and, and it mm. is possible. And I think sometimes that alone is helpful for us to know it's possible for us to someday be okay with all of that being misunderstood, smear campaigns, having them not be seen by other people. It is possible to get to a place, you know, like we said, where you don't care anymore. You don't care. You're fine. Yeah. 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 And that's where you find a lot of that, that next level of peacefulness inside your own heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
So the next question is, how do you let go of the anger and the resentment, especially towards yourself? This person says, I refuse to forgive him, but I've accepted what he has said and done. But how do I forgive myself for ignoring the red flags and giving him so many chances over and over again? I'm so angry at myself for being so naive and allowing this to go on for so many years. I feel like the best years were wasted on him. And it's so debilitating. Hmm. Yeah, I feel that. Um, I think one thing is allow yourself to be angry because, you know, even the nervous system, I've done a lot of research and, and study and courses on how the nervous system works. And there, um, when we're supercharged and super angry it's actually not helpful to try and calm yourself down (laughs) because we need to release that anger but the way we release it is the key and so if you can kind of you know see it as two different things like you are allowed to be angry you have been through something horrific and you've been treated horrifically and it's a natural human response to be super angry, you know? Um, And so when that comes up, let it out as far as like, I'm so angry. I'm so angry this happened. I'm so angry this happened to me, you know, and whether you need to scream, you know, pound, you know, on your mattress, you know, whatever. But as far as, but then where it stops is I will not, you were, the target of someone else's rage. So don't let yourself be the target of your rage. That's well put. Yeah, very well said. You know, like, don't like, by doing that, yeah, yeah, by doing that, you're just continuing to put yourself in the line of fire. And this is the point where you want that to stop for yourself. Mm -hmm. You don't want to, you are now the bodyguard, the, the guard of your heart, like you've never been before. And so when you're guarding your heart, you are not ever going to allow anger, any, anyone, including yourself to point that anger at your own heart. Right. You know, but instead it has to be full on 100% compassion. And one thing that would be helpful, I think, is to think of And maybe even write down, these are all the reasons I feel compassionate to myself. These are all the reasons that it's understandable. I didn't see it, you know, and and hopefully everything we just talked about will help you, you know, give, because we've talked a lot about this, just why you should never, ever, ever blame yourself. Right. There's so many reasons that you didn't see it. This is incredibly difficult to see. And so to take this opportunity to let yourself be angry, but don't direct it at yourself. You know, and the only thing that should be directed to yourself is compassion and understanding and love and kindness and nurturing and everything like that. And grace. And grace. Give yourself grace. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
This concludes our interview series with Debbie Mirza, and I truly hope that you have enjoyed uh, learning from her. She is such a fantastic resource in the world of covert narcissism. I know I have absolutely been blessed by by the knowledge that she shares, and I'm so happy to have her on uh, this mission of helping our world and those out there who are living this nightmare. So thank you for joining us today, and I wish you so much peace on your journey of healing. You have been listening to the Covert Narcissism Podcast with your host, Renee Swanson. Be sure to check out our website at www.covertnarcissism.com. There you will find many resources just for you to help you on this journey. You can also reach out to me by email at Renee, R-E-N-E-E, at cnglifecoaching.com. Those letters are CNG as in Covert Narcissism Group. I do look forward to hearing from you. I wish you so much peace on your journey of healing.